Welcome to the Leader Manager Coach Podcast, your weekly podcast where we take a deep dive examining knowledge, philosophies, wisdom and insights to help you to lead, manage and coach in football, sports and life. Leader Manager Coach is presented by Rob Riles. Rob is a qualified coach with a League Managers Association qualification and a science and medicine background. He has worked in the football industry in Europe, USA and Africa at international, premiership, league, non-league and grassroots levels with World Cup and European Championship experience. Hello and welcome to the Leader Manager Coach podcast. It's Rob Riles welcoming you to another programme. Great to have you along. If it's your first time, welcome, welcome, welcome. If you're a regular listener, great to have you back. Right, this week, as I record this today, and this will give you a timeline of when I'm recording this, today is the zenith the pinnacle, it is the the top of the tree, it is the Champions League final 2019. This year we've had an extraordinary few weeks where we've had almost unbelievable events occurring in the two semi-finals, Liverpool and Barcelona, Spurs and Ajax, almost unbelievable football, almost unbelievable events whereby situations have been turned around and they've been absolute phenomenal examples of what we were talking about in last week's podcast about belief where to all intents and purposes the results were over it's done the whistle hasn't blown the fat lady hasn't sang but this situation is irreversible life has taught us in those two semi-finals that it's never over until it's over and there were some phenomenal events that may you may never see again in your lifetime. You may not in this game that, that turn those events around to lead us to the scenario where we have Liverpool and Tottenham Hotspur in the final of the Champions League. And it's that that inspired me to just talk about briefly on this podcast, the two managers, the two leaders. As you know, Leadership and particularly leadership in football and football management has been my passion since I was a kid. And at the forefront, people who are absolutely at the top of their game, people who are at the top of their industry, people who are absolute leaders and in terms of demanding work and having a CV, you know, they could go anywhere they like and it's write me a check kind of thing. And, and you know, their their futures are assured really because of their, their achievements so far, whether they win the Champions League or not. And, you know, Mauricio Pochettino for Tottenham and Jurgen Klopp for Liverpool. There was an interesting programme this week on, on UK TV about Klopp and Pochettino. And for both of them, it highlighted particularly Klopp, but maybe that's a language... This is a language issue, but particularly it highlighted what I want to talk about. And the thing that I want to talk about is authenticity. And going on to Klopp, Stephen Gerrard was, was, was interviewed. Stephen Gerrard, you know, Liverpool legend, Glasgow Rangers manager, who said on his visits to back to Liverpool, back to Anfield, back to the Liverpool training ground, that... You know, he walked out of there and had that inner desire, that feeling, that that regret almost that he wasn't a player anymore. 
And it wasn't because he yearned for the playing days, although I'm sure players do yearn for the playing days. It was because he, he knew that he would never have the experience in this human life of playing for Jurgen Klopp. And he wanted to play for him because Klopp, even in his discussions with Gerard, manager to manager, retired footballer to retired footballer, inspired in Steven Gerrard that desire to want to play for Klopp. And as Gerrard quite rightly pointed out, any person who has it, who has that, and that is that particular quality, that ability, can create that in people, is going to create results or will have the potential to create results. And that is how Gerard felt. And that, he says, is, is one of the key ingredients as to why Klopp is, is so successful. A lot of very similar things were talked about and said about Mauricio Pochettino, is that he, he gets people to play for him. And that's one of the, one, one of the real reasons. And there was a great photograph on, on social media this week of... Klopp and Pochettino giving each other a hug and the article, the description, the wording around that was shared on social media was all around empathy and that quality of leadership whereby the aloof, the Victorian father figure of the manager who sat in his office occasionally came out and shouted instructions, turned up maybe on a Saturday, read the team out, gave people harsh words, demanded respect and disappeared. The article said that those days are over. The influence of that type of, of leadership is no more or has been massively surpassed. And we're now, just like when we we look back and we recognise the, the magic time that Jose Mourinho had at Chelsea when his players would have died for him, would have run through fire for him, would have run through brick walls for him. And if you go back to and discuss such a thing with, with any player or people who have been in organisations, people who've won Victoria Crosses, people who've been in the armed forces, they will tell you that they will give you examples of leaders so we're not just isolating this to professional football. We're just using it as an example. And we're using it as an example because this can be you. This can be all of us. It doesn't matter what our scenario is, what our situation is, because we're all on our own individual journey. But the message is empathy. It is one of the most powerful, powerful things that we can have and we can create because it puts us on the same page and people feel Feel, and that's what it's all about, that feeling. It's not about logic, it's about emotion. We do things because of emotion. We buy things for emotion. We get married because of emotion. We, we, we do things emotionally and the world recognises that. And it's all about emotion, which is why football is such a beautiful game, which is why sport is so amazing. It's why life is so amazing because it is about the emotion. And it's that empathy and it's that leadership and it's that ability to get people on the same page to get them to respect without demanding or it's demanded in another way, it's created. And that's where Klopp is. And when you listen to the supporters, you listen to the, the, the press, you listen to people around the club, they say that Klopp is Klopp. He, is, he, he was Klopp when he came. He's the Klopp that was at Dortmund, although he will have evolved. 
but essentially he is that same person. His humour, his passion, his enthusiasm, the way he is, that is him. He doesn't hide it. He doesn't try and cover it up. He doesn't do one thing for one person and have another face for another person. He is who he is and he presents that. He is genuine. He was authentic. He's like a newborn baby. He's like a kid, like a child. That's why we love kids so much, isn't it? Because they've got, they've got, they haven't learned to be different in different situations. They are who they are. And the sooner we learn that, the sooner we go back to that, the better we will all be. It's definitely about that. And when you watch Jurgen Klopp, when you watch Mauricio Pochettino, you see that vulnerability because when you are who you are, you are being vulnerable because you are allowing people to see the real you. You are standing there, if you like, naked, not physically naked, but psychologically naked, if you like. You are not covering yourself. You are not pretending. You are being really, really you. Look at me, this is me, warts and all. Good, bad, indifferent, the whole lot. I show my emotions, I show my anger, I show my passion, my love, my language, everything about me. I present here in this space so that it is visible and it's that that is attractive as long as it's the right stuff, of course. But it's that, that it is that openness and that vulnerability. And it's that humility to be able to do that. And actually, when we talked about dichotomies in the program before, in the episode before, it's that humility that goes along with that. But to have that humility, you have to have a self-image that is made of iron. You have to have a self-image that's made of rock. And it's built on stern, solid stuff in order for you to have that. Because if you haven't got that, and you have these doubts, these fears, which I'm, listen, it's all about percentages. You know, I don't believe that they have no fears. Of course they don't. They don't not have them. But it's about the fundamentals being in place, the fundamentals being right. And Klopp talked about his faith, whatever that is, and whatever the thing is for you, your faith, your, what, what, what is it that you hang your hat on? He's open about that. And that's why he's loved so much. That's why he's been able to encapsulate and capture that enormous and amazing city. You know, and there was a little bit of, a, of an analogous comment about him and Shanks. Can't say that I think that's great because to me, there'll only, only ever be one Bill Shankly. And to actually compare, I understand that people compare and people contrast. I think it's totally different. And Shanks is Shanks and Shanks is where he is and Shanks is who he is. And that will never change. And it will take a lot for somebody to hold a candle to him. But he, he, Jurgen Klopp has come in there. And by having this humility, by knowing first and foremost who he is, giving it a go and saying, look, this is who I am. I have this belief and being open about it and allowing people to come in and being empathetic, sharing his humour, making his mistakes. That is one of the big reasons that people believe he's got himself to, to where he is and has been able to achieve what he's achieved. And it's there's a lesson in there for all of us in order for us to get to statuses like that, to get to places like that in our own universe, in our own world, whatever capacity it is, whether it's in your sport, in your athletics, in your swimming, in your business, whatever it is, in your family. 
in your organization. Knowing who you are is an absolute fundamental. Being humble enough and vulnerable enough to allow people to see that real you. It's refreshing, it lightens your load, and it makes you even more attractive because the world is full of people who are not showing who they really are, and it's hard work. How do I know? Guess what? I've been there, okay? I've been there. And the closer you are to the real you, the better. And these two guys, Pochettino and Klopp particularly, in my opinion, are classic examples of that with that humility and that vulnerability. And it's beautiful to watch and it's showing itself to be really successful. And today we are on that that pinnacle, that success. But life isn't all about that, is it? Behind that, behind this Champions League success that will be on stage tonight with all the bells and the buzzers and the whistles and everything that goes with it, there is all this unseen, unnoticed, almost invisible stuff that goes on this work behind the scenes. Hundreds of other people, probably thousands of other people. And it started months and years ago with the work and and, and the stuff that's not sexy, the stuff that's not shown, the stuff that's not on the stage, the carrying of the kit, all the spares that are in there, you know, whether that's the travel, the logistics, the preparation, the medical side, the supporters, every single thing that goes on behind this, the finances, all the stuff, the unknowns that go on, that's all behind it. It's hard work. It takes preparation. It's detail. But guess what? Without it, none of that stage stuff that you see would be manifesting. And that leads me on to the other thing that I wanted to talk about in this episode and all the credit for this, all the credit for this, as it does quite a few times on some of the stuff that I talked about, I talk about or I reference, the credit goes to Ryan Holiday because Ryan Holiday is a massive promoter of the Stoic philosophy. And I've talked about him quite a few times, can't recommend his work strongly enough, but go and have a look at the Daily Stoic. Go and have a look at Ryan's work And one of the articles he put out this week was about stoicism and what basically the meaning of philosophy and why why would we be interested in philosophy? Why would we be interested in stoicism? Is it to impress people? No. Is it to be wise? Well, maybe, but not. Is it to be wise to impress people? No. What is it all for? Because what's the point of doing it if there isn't one. Well, there is a point to it. And he put it so beautifully and so bluntly in this article. I'd love you to go and read it. And and the subject was called, what do you have to draw on? And the reason it's poignant today on the day of the Champions League is when all this fantastic stuff is going on is this is a time to celebrate. But actually, there are many, 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 many times in our lives when it's a mundane day. In fact, it might be more than a mundane day. It might be what you call a challenging day. It might be a bad day. It might be when something or a lot has gone wrong. It might be when mistakes have been made. There might be fear everywhere. There may be major upset. There may be death. There may be incapacity. 
there may be significant health and family relationship issues. There may be financial calamity, so much so that it brings people and things to their knees. There may be things that seem insurmountable. There may be things that make life seem totally uncertain. And there may be complete unpleasantness. So what is the point of this? And what is the point of this Stoic philosophy? Well, according to Ryan and according to the greats that have gone before him, because that's where it comes from, Epictetus, it's all about creating and filling that fortress of fortitude. And I love that phrase, filling and creating that fortress of fortitude. That fortress of fortitude may be called your inner citadel, the inner sanctum, your own inner sanctum. That Viktor Frankl talked about in his amazing book, Man's Search for Meaning, when he was in the concentration camps and he stripped him of absolutely everything, everything he owned, every piece of material thing he, he owned, stripped him of his family, everything. His self-worth made him live like an animal, like millions of other people, and do anything he could to survive. But what he wrote about was the fact that they could not ever, 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 and neither can anybody, and this is the, this is the key to this, nobody can ever, ever, ever get into that cabinet, into that fortress of fortitude, into that inner cabinet, that inner citadel, and take away what you have there. That's impenetrable. It's yours. But the key point of this philosophy is, is what you put in it. Is it properly stocked? Have you filled it in good times? And what do we mean, have you filled it in good times? Have you created the right habits? Do you do the right things? So that when your finances are good, when the money's flowing, when everything's happy, when the relationships are going well, when everything seems hunky-dory, are you still conscious that things may not always be that way? Have you sorted your finances? Have you got your habits in place? Do you, have you treated people the right way so that when things may be, you need a little bit of help, are they going to be there? That's what this means. That's what stocking that inner citadel, that fortress of fortitude really, really means. It means having something to draw on in times of challenge and uncertainty. Because guess what? Something will happen. It always does. It always has. It's how life works. It runs in cycles. And as Ryan Holiday so amazingly points out, it's not the fact that war might break out. It's not the fact that you may become bankrupt. It's not the fact that you may suffer a major health challenge. It's not the fact that your family may be split into two. That isn't the issue. The issue is that you turn to your inner cabinet of fortitude, your inner citadel. You look and you find it empty. So here's hoping that all these little bits that we give on the leader, manager, coach, podcast, help us to fill our cabinets. Great to chat. Catch you later. Bye-bye.